What's up, everyone? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build the Empire podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. Catch us every Monday and Thursday. On Thursdays, we do discuss pre-established empires such as businesses, entrepreneurs, athletes, entertainers. Frank G, who are we discussing today? Today, we are going to discuss arguably the most feared boxer in professional boxing of his prime, Iron Mike Tyson. You put a lot of emphasis in boxing there. For the listeners who are listening, this is our second tape. Take. <laughs> yes, sir. Take two. Yeah. And Iron Mike, man. Iron Mike. This one is controversial because I would say he has an empire. This is an empire. But, oof, man, it was it rocky. Well, yeah, you say it's controversial. His entire life is like full of controversy. This man, in the beginning of his career, had, I mean, he's been troubled since, I mean, he had a very troubled childhood, you know. I mean, his father dying, his mother dying, his father never being there before he passed. His trainer taking him in, making him literally uh, an animal. He was an yeah. animal. Pitbull. He, he was, disco- his boxing talent was discovered by his like uh, juvenile delinquent counselor. Uh, who then passed him on to the guy who essentially trained him, D'Amato, um, to pretty much just wreck house. Everybody gets the right hook and you're just on the floor. The youngest heavyweight of all time. And if you watch him in his prime, now we kind of witnessed it. At least I did. I saw some of his fights. It mm-hmm. was a thing in the 90s. You and your family and friends synced up to watch this man perform. And overperform. Yeah, and out of his first, I think twenty-eight fights, twenty-six of them were knockouts. So twenty, no, no, twenty-six of them were victories. I think sixteen of them knockouts in the first round. So he essentially, starting at eighteen, nobody wanted to like mess with him, or no one could. Nobody, nobody. This man was. He was probably just as famous as Michael Jordan. Yeah, in the boxing world, absolutely. I mean, he. He is he was the face. So essentially how Michael Jordan became the face of the NBA and all of a sudden everybody's watching the NBA. Mike Tyson was that in boxing. Everybody's watching him. Now, what's even so interesting is because his career was so controversial, you're talking about the highs of highs and the lows of lows. And the fact that he really did rebound his career after he did the movie Hangover. Mm-hmm. But when you go into his financials and his investing, it's actually even more interesting. This man at one point was almost worth seven hundred million. He yeah. he racked up that in boxing, in I believe. Yeah, yeah. They they said he should he should he should be worth three hundred million at least, occurring nearly six hundred and eighty five million in his boxing career. Uh, but apparently blew it all. Blew it all. I mean, he was addicted to drugs. I know he messed with cocaine a lot. Uh, he got in trouble for DUIs, you know, drinking, driving. Uh, he, he's worth about $3 million apparently now. Which is insane. Um, insane. Es- especially, it's crazy. When I saw that he was worth $3 million currently, mm. I'm sitting there scratching my head because this man is in media. He has his own podcasts. Yep. He has he – has land where you know you go there and and smoke and and really he he's heavy in the in the pod industry yeah and uh i would think that alone is creating revenue with his name behind it 
Yeah, I mean, because he has such a big following already. He's already got a platform. So essentially moving from, you know, the boxing audience. And I mean, having that controversial life, everyone kind of wants to hear about him. I mean, you you were once this undisputed machine knocking out everyone in sight. And now you kind of, well, he's Islam. He smokes weed. He's kind of about peace now. But he's also about to fight again. Well, I think we now know why he's about to fight again. I think it's he's in debt. <laughs> yeah, because he's only worth three million and something. Yeah. I, I mean, he must be spending money left and right on his little weed farm because I, I don't understand. I was yeah. shocked. Well, at one point they uh, they estimated his debt was around twenty six million, uh, and this is when he wasn't fighting so much where he would he would do exhibition fights to try and make the money, uh, you know, that way. But he was like, I'm too good against these exhibition fighters that if I don't let them hit me a few times, I'm not making any money or keeping it interesting to keep this alive. Essentially just knock everybody out. No one wants to fight him once again. Well, I mean, I think he got, I think towards the end of his career, he started losing. He started getting, yeah, he started like slacking off. That's why he, well, that's what he says. Started less vigorous training, more drinking. You know what? I, I believe that. I mean, it, it's actually insane. Uh, he's he's got to be 53, 54, somewhere in that age yeah, bracket. Yeah, 54, yep. And uh, the way he transformed his body. In the, it, re- recently? He, correct. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're talking – this man was like close to 300 pounds, fat, big. Yeah. And then right now he is shredded, ripped. Shreds. And I don't know if he – of course, he knows how to train and diet probably better than the majority of the people in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and then I just don't know if he's training all day long. Is this his like like how do you do that? Well, it seems like this potentially is. His, I mean, this is his muscle new, memory. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess doing it for this long, but he's also got to be a, a special specimen. I mean, he was huge for. The, I mean, what is he like? Five ten, five eleven. He was two i mean he's in the mid twos he's he was an animal so like he was i don't know i was gonna ask what you think do fighters who are out of their career and coming back do you think they use enhancements before they get tested to kind of get back in the groove i would say yeah but but that's a tough one man Cause it's so controversial. Cause like I don't think Floyd Mayweather is using those enhancements. Like you're talking about heavyweights. Yeah. So so enhancements I don't think will help. Or maybe weight cutters or something. I guess or something. I mean, I, I'm anything that's helping them. I guess that's illegal. But your knowledge within the just boxing and the fitness and, and getting your body and, and muscle memory. I mean, if you just take supplements and work out, I would imagine you're going to shred weight if you are anywhere near to what you were doing in the past. Yeah, I mean, I would think you even have the memory of like those workouts. So you know what you need to get the heart going. You know, I mean, yeah, he's trained for how many years uh, as yeah, um, but how many years has he taken off now just doing drugs, going to jail and shit? Well, yeah, well, it's, it's actually pretty crazy. He By the time he was 13, this man went to jail 38 times. 13 years old, 38 times. 38 times. 38 and times. It, it's actually a miracle that he somehow used his rage mm-hmm. to, to profit. And, and, I mean, at least he was uh, knocking people out ethically. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when he was younger, he was a lot of the petty crimes. I think were like assault, Probably robbery. Well, oh, that too. But that people people would make fun of his high pitched voice and his lisp, and he'd probably just knock you out. Man, that guy! It really is incredible seeing that dude fight, and, and the fact that he had an empire, a notorious empire, built yeah. it up literally seen the fall of the empire and then rebuilt it up all from uh, a comedy. Yep. Pretty crazy. And now that, that movie came out, I think in 08. Yeah. He's 07, 08. Yep. So you're talking 12 years. He was 42. So he probably, when did he stop fighting? I feel like it was 26. He stopped fighting in 05. He, uh, when he quit, uh, before the start of the seventh round, he, I didn't even know that. He quit mid-fight? He quit mid-fight uh, before the seventh round. Yeah, uh, it stunned the world at the, at the time. <clears throat> he, still get, he still gets paid. Yeah, he, he essentially said he, it was a fight that he just wasn't trained for. He, uh, but this is the time he's slacking off. So 2005, he, in 2007, arrested for cocaine charges. So, yeah, he's probably doing a lot of drugs. He just stepped out. He's like, I'm done before round seven. Just quit. Well, I mean, if you know you're going to get your ass kicked by someone who you feel is just going to kick your ass, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I guess in uh, that sense, if you want to save yourself. I mean, what's more shameful, though? walking out on your sport like that or, or losing? Well, I mean, it, if you walked out, walked out like you ain't coming back until, you know, 15 years later and you're getting paid. <clears throat> then fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, that was in 05 against Kevin McBride. And uh, Kevin so, McBride, isn't that like a character? Daniel McBride is a funny, uh, <laughs> funny ass guy. Funny yeah. ass guy. Yeah. I guess that's his brother. Yeah, but uh, I mean, so sir, I mean, he, yeah, big controversy. To be honest, it's incredible that this man was able to save his career. And now, if it happened in today's times, certainly would not have been this way. But in, in, uh, when he was 25 years old, he was charged for rape. An 18-year-old girl. He was sentenced I think to three six. years. He was he in jail. Was, he was sentenced to six, and he came out on parole at, after three, and literally started boxing right away. Like there was yeah, he no cash. Yeah, he was already back. He was already getting his heavyweight title. I think like the next year. Like it's crazy how people just completely forgave him, forgot, or whatever. Because I am not. I gotta I gotta word my words carefully because this is this yep. is like you know uh, yeah <clears throat> that is no joke and if you treat women in any regard in disrespect or forcefulness you're a piece of shit. However, we all know that many women mm. could accuse essentially anyone, and a celebrity. It, it, it's so weird because if you're worth millions, yep. You have essentially all the ass that you possibly need. So why would you forcefully take that act? I mean, his best friend, Tupac Shakur, one of my idols, was in jail for the same thing. And if you ever listen to Tupac talk, he's like, look, I love women. Why would I ever forcefully grab some ass? He's like, I'm Tupac. And you you just can't help and look at that and be like, damn, like I kind of relate yeah, because well, you could under you kind of understand. Oh, uh, you understand his side. Correct, correct. <clears throat> and I mean, I tell you what, though, Mike Tyson's track sheet sure doesn't help him. It does not help him at all in this case. I mean, you know, obviously he sounds said, like you're violent. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, he says it was nothing was forced. It was all consent. But the jury, interesting. I mean, I guess it was somewhat close. The jury deliberated for 10 hours. So that had to be multiple days. So they didn't they, they couldn't tell whether he was you know guilty or not guilty for over 10 hours. That's that's very. So this we we don't remember this because we probably it, I mean, this had to be probably 96. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was 96. Yeah. So, I mean, we were five years old, um, which is crazy because this is the pinnacle of his career. And yeah, it's a deal with this. Char- I mean, this is one of the most shittiest charge you can possibly face. Like you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're you're a scumbag. Obviously, uh, this is like the people who rape and are pedophiles get like their ass handed to them by any prisoner. In, but in uh, prison, but then again, I don't know if Mike Tyson's getting beat up in prison. No, I don't think so at all. Um, which I guess in that sense, that that would probably be interesting to see how how that uh, <laughs> worked out. He was probably <laughs> the man. He ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. I would say the jury, if they took 10 years or 10, 10 hours yeah. to, to come up with a, a decision, when he got out, he was still beloved, which means the public made a jurisdiction for him, theoretically, right? Yeah, yeah. They, he had people on his side. Absolutely. Yeah, because majority of the people probably feel what I stated, Yeah, which is tough. It, yeah, I guess especially at the time, I think uh, I don't, I don't, you know. Obviously, today there, I feel like there was there's many more accusations uh, in that light. Um, you know, obviously with the B two uh, movement and whatnot. But yeah, obviously it's very serious. So obviously, if he did it, six years is light. Three years is very light. Um, but the man was was able to get out. Yeah, and you're continue. actually that's a good point. Three or six that is still incredibly light. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it, it's kind of like crazy because like he's I mean he he was a black male at the time, and I would assume he would have gotten more if convicted. Um, well, I mean I would imagine there is being the toughest man on earth, the youngest heavyweight of all time, one of the hottest athletes yeah, in the current amazing. moment is what is what probably gave him a break there what was interesting is when he got out his parole he wasn't allowed to hang out with tupac and tupac was his best friend like that imagine imagine i can't hang out with you (laughs) i guess we would be uh doing these right here yeah (laughs) well (laughs) virtual hangouts i'm sure that's still a hangout i guess but uh, i don't know how you're gonna prove it i guess the judge goes through his through his emails I mean, you could prove it pretty easily in 2020. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really hide much these days. Unless you put on a filter. Filters hide you pretty well. That they do. The new age, the filters. Yeah, up- I mean, it, it's getting crazy. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Augmented reality. It's It's the wave. Yeah, and, you know, so even uh, – after the fact, after the fact that he was in prison, I believe. After the fact with Frankie Facts. He fought um, Evander Holyfield, you know, the famous ear-biting fight. Oh, this uh, is after he gets out of jail. He's afterwards. This is like, I want to say it's 97. And uh, he fights him, he loses, and they schedule a rematch where Mike Tyson decides, he, th- he says he's getting headbutt too many times illegally, so he just sn- bites the ear of Holyfield 
First time you bit him, the, the, the fight stops. Like for 30 seconds, they continue. He does it again. However, the first bite is what left a piece of ear on the floor. So it's just crazy. He, he ends up losing his boxing license in the United States for that. Frankie Fax is really, really delivering on episode 70 of Mike Tyson, The Empire. Yeah, you know, Frankie Fax got to step up to the plate when he's uh, called. I mean, sometimes the man strikes out. Sometimes the man hits doubles. Sometimes he gets a grand slam, you know. You never know. I mean, that's how you so, feel. That's how you feel. Oh, well, he's so Frankie Fax got more. Well, yeah, so because he lost his license, this is only 97. And now, wait a second. Again, his, his pinnacle of his career almost. Yeah. It's funny how him biting an ear almost gave him more notoriety. 100%. And built his brand more. Dude, a seven-year-old may know Mike Tyson bit an ear off. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so, and and he even backed it up more. Mike Tyson, when he, in his prime, uh, he Nintendo was like, let me make a game called Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and make him the hardest bad guy in any game like out and it was Duke Nukem. Yeah. And he sold and it sold million, like over a million copies. Um, so, but, any, but anyway, so he lost his license in 98. He gets it restored. It, it got voted back. It restored, Clearly, restored his because license. you want to see Mike Tyson back in the ring. Yeah. So, but the crazy thing is, and maybe obviously his uh, success got him here. Probably the W WrestleMania. He made a guest appearance for $3 million in WrestleMania 60. Who did he fight? 14, actually. Was he a special referee? He was an enforcer. So, yeah, I believe he was an enforcer for a fight. Uh, I feel I f- like it was either Rock or Austin. It was one of them. I forget. I, to be honest, WrestleMania 14, I, I don't even know how long ago that is. So, I ain't 98. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't remember, but I, it was it was it was a big fight. It was definitely a big fight, obviously. Now, let me ask you this. This is going to be a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. Would you let Mike Tyson hit you <laughs> for 500K? In the face? Whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. Bro, he hits me in the balls. I'm probably never having kids. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be alive if he hits you in the heart or the face. I don't think – I don't think – I don't think you're, you're – like you'd be alive. You may die. Like you, it could be 50, 50, 50, 50, 500 K. I think if I'm not getting hit in the balls, I'm going to take it. You're going to take a left hook from Mike Tyson. Left even better. He was a righty. He had his famous. You're right going to take a right hook. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Left from- sounds good. For Mike Tyson, either one probably sucks. Of course it does, but 500,000 doesn't suck. It does if you're, like, brain dead. So 250,000 left head. Sorry. So the the value of this doesn't make sense. The the (laughs) decrease of strength from his other hand that's not dominant is not worth half the money. I mean, do you know his strength in his offhand? I know my ability to take a punch. Yeah, I, I would like to think my ability to take a punch is up there, but obviously I'd get knocked From, out by Mike Tyson. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take a knockout for, for the 500K. I tell you what, I'm looking at you at a different light. You cocky son of a bitch. What? I just said I could take a punch, but Mike Tyson would knock me out my ass. 
Bro, you are not eating for like two years after that. I don't know how long it takes to realign your jaw. Probably not two years. Bro, you're going to be in a coma for six months. They got (laughs) to fix your jaw. They got to fucking probably fix your skull. Bro, you may not wake up. All right, so why don't we try and set this up? I don't even think Mike Tyson don't have 500000 to give away. Mike Tyson, I think I have more money than Mike Tyson from what I'm reading. (laughs) I'm sad. I'm sad. I thought he was worth more. You certainly don't have those bad habits that he has. I don't know what he has now, but – but yeah, I mean, he's he's still he's definitely got to turn his life around. I mean, on the podcast, it's super interesting to listen to. It is he's got guests half the time they talk about crazy shit because I'm assuming his life was crazy. I think his life was probably crazy. The man owned tigers for Christ's sake, yeah, and, yeah. and and he's he he could have killed the tiger if the tiger attacked yeah, him. Yeah, 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 dude. But he also stated he smokes, I think, like twenty grand worth of weed a week. Twenty, yeah, that's a lot of weed. A lot of weed. There's nobody you know who smokes more weed than I do. And I can't even come close to that. Yeah. So how in comparison, though, what what do you think Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa smoke? (laughs) It's a great question. It's a great question. I Um, I know Wiz Khalifa on an interview said he spends about 10 G's a month on weed. That is significantly less than 20K a week. You said 20K or 20 grams? 20K. 20 grand. Oh, I thought you said 20 grams. Oh, bro. I got 20 grams a week. What are you crazy? I was I was going to say. I wasn't. Yeah. What are you doing? What? The, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I got that in the back pocket. Because, like, what is he bringing up 10 grand? It's clearly a below 20. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said grams. Yeah. Oh nah, nah. Yeah, that's a whole new light. But then again, like what if he you? if he's buying like a contraption that mechanically smokes itself that costs like eight eight thousand dollars, like I don't he man probably uh, got the craziest equipment. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, growing up uh and, and just seeing people consume, I guess, supplement or like drugs and alcohol, I've noticed that heavyweights comparatively speaking they they certainly have like some a different type of tolerance i don't know what it is i I used to think it's mental that like they just you know they always say oh i don't get high i i don't know maybe maybe that's true i mean it could be with their body weight certainly maybe i i don't know but i i just have a feeling mike tyson probably saying correct and you got snoop dogg and Wiz khalifa they 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 weigh like 110 pounds wet <laughs> 110 pounds wet <laughs> yeah well for 110 pounds wet they certainly smoke a lot of weed i mean if you had it uh at your fingertips and it was like your, day. and it was your brand pretty much yeah then i'd be smoking a j right now yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, man. Well, you know, in all in all, through through all the controversy, all the shit, and all the the crazy controversy this man went through, he seems to be doing all right. I mean, if you got three million, I mean, I guess he's fifty four. It's more than me, but you're fifty four. But he, he's still you the- were gonna have way more than three million. Yeah, at <laughs> yeah, and and 
I mean, the the nice thing for him is he still is the center. I mean, people still like to listen to him, still like to see what he's about. Obviously, I'm interested in if he's going to knock out uh, Roy Jones Jr. in this exhibition I, I think game. that got pushed back. It did. It did. It did, yeah. Yeah. So, so something's up there. Well, they said the vent. Well, it was supposed to be September 12th, so I guess less than a month away. They thought the venue wasn't going to be as you know capacity, not to the max. Obviously, this is one of those events that's triggering a lot of uh, capital. So they pushed it to November 28th. Hmm. Well, I mean, sure is interesting, to be honest. I, I just don't know if this man's worth $3 million. I, I know you yeah. go on Google and you check it. Something there is not adding up. I mean, the royalties alone probably from Hangover. That's if, what I'm thinking. You know what? It seems like Mike Tyson's stupid. He didn't even take a royalty deal. He's probably like, all right, I'll take ten grand. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I wouldn't be surprised. It's just something's not adding up there. But well, he did get hit in the head one too many times. Yeah, apparently you take a fucking hit in the head from Mike Tyson for five hundred k. Yeah, well, you know what, listeners, if you guys, I would like to know what you guys would do. Would you take a right hook to the face by Mike Tyson for five hundred k? I say no, but with that, I'm leaving this podcast episode. I still have to finish packing because we got a flight in a couple of hours, my friend. I'll catch you at the airport. But uh, the empire of Mike Tyson, done. We're out. See you next time.